G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. As you know, on 2020, we often talk about very controversial issues. And when we do, we're bringing some attention to the idea that there are some biblical foundations on which we can stand in order that we don't appear to be wishy-washy, but actually can base ourselves on the truth of God. So let's talk about controversy today, about whether it's a good virtue to be able to stand on truth and even be at times dogmatic about the position that you might hold because you are convinced because of God's word that what you're saying is true. Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch been writing about this sort of topic of recent times and Bill is back with us for our regular catch up on a Friday. Hello Bill, welcome back to 2020. Always great to be here. Bill, you've been writing about controversy, about dogmatism, and you note that some people feel as though somehow or other we ought to always be avoiding controversy or avoiding any sort of clash Mm. at all. What are your thoughts? Well, we certainly don't go out of our way looking for trouble. Uh, Nobody's calling for Christians to try to be belligerent and contrarian and look for a fight. However, having said that, uh, no one reading the Gospels can see that that was not the case. It seems wherever Jesus went, he did uh, cause controversy. He did divide the crowds. He did get people alienated and upset. Uh, it was just seems to be part and parcel of his ministry. And, of course, he proclaimed truth. He proclaimed it in a loving and gracious manner, and yet... The reactions were always there. Almost every chapter in the Gospel accounts, you read about somebody getting angry, somebody wanting to kill him, uh, crowds being divided because of him. So it seems to me it goes with the territory. You get the same in the book of Acts, of course, wherever the disciples went, preached the Gospel. uh, You know, truth was proclaimed, and, well, sometimes even riots broke out (laughs) as a result. So the idea that we can somehow avoid all controversy is, uh, well, certainly that's not something the Christian can contemplate. And, of course, it's because we proclaim biblical truth. We do believe in certain doctrines and dogmas, if you will. There is a place for being dogmatic, and that will cause some controversy. When you use that word dogma, Bill, uh, Mm -hmm. the idea of being dogmatic, some will say, well, of course I want to hold tight to the truth, but then some truth is absolute truth, and Mm -hmm. we might call that dogma and something that we ought to be dogmatic about. Uh, Do you think that sometimes we've got a little bit of a loose hold on the dogmatic truth and perhaps uh, we don't want to be challenged in some ways? Well, again, this is one of those terms that uh, the old proper understanding of it was quite good and quite biblical, but we today often, as you kind of pointed out, take it as a 
almost a pejorative, oh, you're so dogmatic. Well, as we just said, it has to do with affirming dogma, and that simply means basics of the faith in this case, certain truths that we don't negotiate on. So in that sense, we all should be 100% dogmatic. We should never uh, jettison any of the basics. Sure, some people can be dogmatic on secondary and third type issues, you know, the color of the carpet at church and, you know, silly things that Christians can and do go to war over. There we shouldn't be dogmatic, but on the basics, yeah, we need to be dogmatic. We need to stand firm and resolute and uh, be prepared, even if that brings, sadly, division, controversy. Uh, Jesus uh, knew all about it, so did the early church. So does uh, 2,000 years of church history. We simply see this is the case. Proclaim biblical truth, and uh, some controversy will erupt. Well, church history, of course, full of examples of people not agreeing with, not liking, even going to war with Christians over the issue of truth. Uh, one of those things, Bill, that if you do decide that you are going to stand for truth, uh, there will always be someone, especially in this modern world where uh, truth is different for everybody, uh, that you'll step on someone's toes. Yeah. Well, exactly. How can it not be that? I mean, if you just look at all very fleshly examples. If you're a gung-ho supporter of a certain AFL footy team, well, guess what? Somebody who's a gung-ho supporter of another team is not going to take it uh, too uh, lightly. You'll be upset. Uh, you know, it's the nature of truth that those who don't believe the truth will be offended. So whether that's a theological or doctrinal issue or one of the important ethical issues of the day, uh, that's going to happen. And so in my recent piece, I uh, actually took a while to find it, but when you have a big library, it can be an issue. I finally found an old uh, copy of a book by John Stott called Christ the Controversialist, and that's his whole point in his book written way back 1970, that Jesus was not a stranger to controversy, and neither should we be whether it's biblical truth or some of the important social issues of the day. Let's talk about that because sometimes we can be very, very firmly and solidly based in those biblical truths and we might reflect some of those if we're talking about, say, early ecumenical creeds and understanding God as Trinity and, and we've yep. got some of those sorts of things worked out. We want, to, we want to be able to stand firm on those things. But when you say uh, some of the ethical issues of the day, and mm. of course we've just gone through this marriage debate and yeah. it's not over yet, uh, there are issues to do with abortion in Australia and one of the hottest uh, ethical issues right now, euthanasia. Yeah. How much dogmatism, Bill, mm. do you think is required on some of these ethical issues because these do challenge each new generation? Oh, look, uh, absolutely all three that you mentioned, probably the three big hot potatoes, marriage, abortion, euthanasia. I think uh, in many ways these are gospel issues, and therefore we should be dogmatic, uh, you know, defending the sanctity of life. Uh, I think that's a no-brainer, defending God's institutions of marriage and family. I would think that's a no-brainer. Yet, sadly, we've seen certainly in the marriage debate, but on the other topics as well, uh, far too many Christian leaders who will, you know, either hem and haul and be wishy-washy 
or refuse to say anything because they know it will be controversial. It will rock the boat, and therefore they just don't want to do that. Uh, in fact, I wrote a piece just the other day on a pretty well-known uh, American megachurch pastor who was exactly in that situation. He was on a national television show, was handed really on a silver platter a chance to speak out on some of the key issues of the day. In fact, he was even asked, well, what, what, what do you tell your congregation about something like abortion? And sadly, he did hem and haul. He did try to uh, skirt the issue. He tried to sidetrack what I would think is a pretty straightforward uh, thing. He could have simply said, look, it doesn't matter what I believe. What the Bible believes is crucial. And God is the author of life, and we shouldn't be uh, taking innocent human life. That would have been, I would have thought, a pretty easy and straightforward thing. And yet he went on and on about, well, look, it's only up to God to judge, and, you know, who am I? We're all on a journey. We need to have a conversation. Uh, it was a nice uh, bit of wiffle-waffle, and, uh, you know, he kept uh, friends with his secular interviewers, but I think he didn't make friends with biblical truth on that case. So, uh, and having done so many interviews with the secular media over the years, I know it can be difficult, but if we're not going to stand at these crucial times for truth, even if it does make us a bit controversial, well, I think we've really, you know, we've uh, not done what we're supposed to do as Christians. Bill, leaders, and we'll include church leaders in that, often will do some level of media training. Mm-hmm. And usually it's how to handle the media yeah. when you put on the spot uh, with something yep. that's very controversial in church life. Sure. Of course, the diplomatic response uh, has to be gauged and it has to be discerned for the right moment. But uh, mm-hmm. is it possible that in the instance you're talking about of a senior church leader and addressing the issue of abortion was perhaps just trying to be a little bit too diplomatic here? Mm. Well, yes, as I said, I wrote a whole piece on this and we've had a lot of interesting discussion to follow. Some guys have really wanted to defend this pastor and say, oh, look, it was a trap, or it was a setup, or he was unprepared, or he, you know, every excuse in the book. As you rightly said, first of all, if you're a very public figure like this, presumably you would have had some training on how to deal with the media. This guy would have had many, many media uh, interviews with the secular press over the years. Also, he would know exactly where he should stand on the issue like abortion. So I hate to say it, all these excuses I think are just, you know, we're covering up for the fact that he blew it here. He could have firmly yet politely said this is what Scripture teaches. This is what 2,000 years of Christian uh, ethics teaches on the sanctity of human life. Instead, he tried to avoid the issue and uh, keep everybody happy. So, uh, look, I think in that particular case, I I have a hard time defending him. He should have known better. He would have had that question asked many times before. He should have been ready in a flash to come up with a good, strong, yet loving biblical answer. A thought or two on church leaders today in Australia, Bill, because it would appear that most church leaders are not being put on the spot Mm. enough. And we might say that perhaps they're either being too diplomatic in the sorts of statements they're making or they're avoiding controversy. Uh, What are your thoughts on the need for maybe some more controversialists who are going to uh, state some levels of dogmatic truth and therefore even get themselves into a little bit of hot water? Yeah. 
Well, look, if for no other reason, uh, we should run with it because the media thrives on controversy. I don't do quite as many secular media interviews as I used to, but I've done many hundreds over the last several decades, and the media likes a good controversy. You know, they get a pro and a con fighting it out. They kind of like that. So simply standing strong on what Scripture says uh, can often actually be something the media likes to go with. Uh, Sure, it's getting harder in some ways for our point of view to get through to the mainstream media, but you know, if you're just going to be wishy-washy and offer some weak bumper sticker platitudes, well, guess what? The media is probably not even going to be interested in calling you, you know, at least stand up for what you believe in. And so you get a lot of pro-homosexual marriage or pro-abortion uh, church leaders, so-called, who will get a good run with the media. But where are those who stand up and defend the biblical view on these matters? So I think... I speak to our shame. A lot of, uh, especially evangelical Christian leaders, have been too silent and maybe too afraid to rock the boat, and we need more in this uh, very dark hour. Well, in a day and age where being too diplomatic puts you in the wishy-washy camp, it perhaps is a time when it's a necessity to, in fact, say things that are a little more controversial, or even, uh, at this point, Bill, it's not even searching for controversy, but simply standing on a biblical grounds for truth. And uh, really doing that, you're not very far away from controversy at all, are you? Absolutely. That's the point of John Stott's book. That's the point of the Bible. Speaking truth will always uh, cause a reaction. Well, I'll point people to the article that we've been talking about in general today. It's called In Praise of Controversy and Dogmatism. Uh, It's one of Bill Muhlenberg's latest articles. Simply go to BillMuhlenberg.com or you can simply Google Culture Watch and you'll find it there. Bill, it's always good getting an update. Thanks so much for talking to us again today on 2020. Many thanks again. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.